the game while you listen. What's going on here? This ragtag crew of adventurers is covering the problems of the average player. Where should I begin? Discussing the homebrews, modules, and the latest content for all things D&D. What in God's holy name are you blathering about? It's Chef Bolg and the pirate captain's recipes for everything. What you're feeling is so normal and perfectly natural. With your host, the pirate captain. Everybody loves me and I don't know why. I'm an asshole. <laughs> I really am. The pirate captain is a dick. Chef Bolg. Let me take a couple steps back so I can, you know, really get this point across. It's bullshit! And Loke the Bard. Instead of making a deal with Cthulhu or, you know, the greater devil, you found an imp who was willing to give you dark vision in exchange for a gallon of blood. With a little mayhem, mischief, and a bit of bardic charisma, it's time for the show. Well, that's right. We're back at it, boys and girls. And Woohoo! People of all ages. I'm, I, you're ready, Bog. It's... You fed us very well. I'm surprised. I don't want to know what was in the mystery meat souffle, but it was quite delicious. Quite delicious. The mystery Our... is elf. Well, I asked not to be told, and I should have known better than that. Arr, this is Chef Bog and the Pirate Captain's recipes for everything. As always, with me, my bestest buddy, Bog. That's me. Loke. Here I am. And Mr. Producer. Hey, guys. We are a D&D podcast. We talk about all things D&D. Uh, we used to talk about just the rules and the different things that we come up with, and then we ran out of rules and different things that we come up with. So now we just talk about D&D stuff. Sometimes we get into Magic the Gathering. There's all different things that we get into. Don't forget, you can always find us wherever you want to go. Just go to, just search up Chef Bold and the Pirate. Oop, not that one. Yeah. Live stuff, people. Live stuff. <laughs> Chef Bolg and the Pirate Captain's recipes for everything. It's that simple. If you can find Chef Bolg, you can find the Pirate Captain uh, everywhere. I recommend you like, subscribe, share, follow this podcast or this video, however you're getting your content. We want you to do that. Do us a favor. It really helps us out. Make sure you do a subscribe over on our YouTube page. I have that up for those of you in video world. It really helps out. You guys will also be, if you're on the YouTube, you can catch us every other Friday for a galley episode. There wasn't one this Friday because we're on the other episode. It is next Friday. We'll be having a galley episode. It's going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to uh, what we're going to be talking about. That's one's where we get a little bit more pop culture-y, where we kind of like talk about like gaming and stuff and spend 15 to 20 minutes talking about why One Piece is better than Dragon Ball Z. We all know. And uh, no arguments there. Good. <laughs> Uh, don't forget, not actually, on this show. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's the following. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's not on this one. Uh, come, uh, don't forget. Actually, not don't forget. This is actually new. Our buddy Bolg has set up his own shop on Etsy, where you can buy one of our T-shirts. We'd love to see you out there wearing them. Uh, you can go to Etsy and just search "Cover Them Nips." C O V E R T H E M N I P S. You can wear one of our shirts, and if we see you around there, we'll give you a nice crisp high five. Uh, especially if you're in Ohio or if you're in the Florida area. Big show to get into. Want to first off say happy Thanksgiving to me crew and to all of you listeners out there, wherever you're uh, viewing this podcast or watching, listening, wherever. Happy Thanksgiving. I hope I'm giving thanks week. that you just dox the shit out of me. You live in. Oh, well, it's got it. my area and my name. Thank you. Well, I can't. <laughs> he doxed us on the last galley, anyways. So. Yeah, that's true. He <laughs> doxed us on the last galley. But look, I'll 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 fix that down the line. Just remind. Put it. Put it. Mr. Producer, put it. Just a, a quick legal name change, address change. Yeah. <laughs> it's only a couple hundred dollars. <laughs> I mean, that's what you get for putting your information front and center on something you knew. I got to show people. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a pirate. I'm not a good person. In fact, if you listen to the intro, it in fact says I'm an asshole. I don't know why everybody loves me. I did explain that one to my family during our like mini Thanksgiving that we had up here. Um, like how I've high five people and got a call after calling them an asshole and got a high five from them. I was like, I don't know how I did that. I just do. Oh, all right. All right. We, we, we got a show to get into today. Um, you, you're seeing right there a little bit of the Baldur's Gate thing, but I want to talk about uh, the big thing right now, uh, obviously they're still they're still trying to push this whole like five e point two point five point three crap that they've got going on. And I, one of the classes that I was super excited about coming out 
no longer is coming out. And they said this in their last like video update, but we we got so bogged down with what was going on there and them how bad sol- the video was. Oh, how bad the video was, how bad what's his name was who Yeah. You know the thing about a shark, he's got lifeless eyes, black eyes, like a doll's eye. Yeah, just like that creepy thing look that uh what's his name had when he was looking at Jeremy Crawford. He was like, I'm just please don't eat my soul, Jeremy. But the big thing right now that they're doing, and it it absolutely infuriates me because it was actually content that I really liked for the fighter. It's a class style that I've been asking for a long time, which is just a straight up knuckle duster, is that they're getting rid of the brawler. Uh, we did almost a whole episode on the brawler, so you know. Oh yeah, absolutely. we're interested in on uh, all the details on the brawler specifically. Go back through our history and watch some of our old videos. Absolutely, you know the uh, the it's it's easy to find that one because we we labeled it how you can wield uh, a baby yeah. as a fighter in this yeah. new edition. And <laughs> yeah, that's the name of the episode. I'm I'm a hundred percent on that one. Hold on, uh, no. uh, newsroom. How to wield a baby as, with the sixth edition fighter? Yeah. yeah. You could literally, you just run out like you're running into combat and you're like, all your weapons are stored in your cart or maybe outside of town and you walk out and then there's a wheelbarrow of dead babies and weapons next to you. And then, then the scene flashes and your fighter's out there and he's got two babies behind him, like nunchucks or maces or something like that because they do damage. And they would actually do more damage probably than the sword would uh, based on the fighter talents. Oh, the brawler talents. It was a really cool concept. Not so much the dead baby part, but it was really cool that, you know, you find we were finally was, getting a brawler. Yeah, it, it was something different that you could do with a fighter than the traditional knight versus uh, Gish versus. Yeah, like the know, Cavali- general. Yeah, yeah, the Cavalier versus the, the champion versus the Eldridge Knight. Like it was it was finally a way to make melee combat somewhat fun because the monk really lacks on that. The monk really. Like, you have the idea of using your fists for your unarmed strikes, but you can still use regular weapons, but it's not the same as if you were to do what's, like, they have their their melee die, but if you're a monk that ends up, like, using a staff or something like that, or, like, you're a Kinsei monk and you're using weapons, like, your your melee attacks don't really do much. But this this brawler fighter, uh, Mr. Producer, can you find that and pull it up for me and send me a link to that? Um, the 6E Brawler Fighter from what it was. It's in an older playtest. It, yeah, it should in, still be available. I, I want to say off the top of my head it was 7. So, but, yeah, just shoot me a link with the page number on that uh, and a page number so I can go to it and pull it up. Um, but they've announced that they're not taking it out. But here's the thing. Uh, we I don't know if we talked about this in the past or if we've been off screen talking about it where they're trying to make like a trifecta or a quadfecta of this one. Like they're trying to have four new subclasses for the different classes when they come out for 5e like that's the thing like they really want yeah. to to make sure that like there's a there's very there's variations in what you're going to be able unlike to play. unlike the original player's handbook where you some classes got two subclasses and some got 10 this new book is supposed to have four subclasses for all classes in the defense of the wizard that was dumb of them to have like the different like they were their classes were kind of based off their schools like I, yeah. I like necromancy should have been for sure like a school but like and i get it you want to kind of buff certain spells and things like that like you want to have maybe conjuration be a little bit stronger but maybe just make those like feats for the wizard because the wizards weren't getting everything every level but you could v- th- think about oh he's got it for me it was an easy solution for them to up the count they, they, you know, when they were putting the new book out, they wanted to be able to say, you know, there are over 200 classes or whatever on the advertiser subclasses or, you know, and by by giving the cleric and the mage the large volume they did, that total count goes way up compared to, you know, where certain classes got shafted where there's only two, you know. <laughs> um. Yeah, but like. And not and, and because I, I do want to focus on the brawler, but like I said, if yeah. you if you'd have done this with a wizard, but like where every few levels where it was missing abilities, you gave it a chance to be better in one of the schools of magic, like and you could always go back to like a previous form, like kind of like how warlocks get eldritch evocations, like right. wizards just got better at certain schools of magic where they would maybe put their time in. So 
the abilities that you would get as an abjuration wizard could be learned on that blank level. So you get like one feat, and then as long as it meets meet you meet the level criteria, uh, you could get that. Yeah. But uh, improvised expert, this is the ability we were talking about, where you can actually you know wield a baby. Uh, improvised expert, you are proficient with improvised weapons. Whenever you finish a long rest, choose a weapon property from one-handed list and from the one-handed two-handed list uh, until the end of your next long rest. That that was dumb for them to do that. Uh, the one-handed choice applies to one-handed. Uh, in addition, whenever you attack with improvised weapons, you can give it one of the following mastery properties for the attack, depending upon whether it can be wielded with one or two hands. Like it's. Uh, What's that... uh, the vex do? One hand stab slow vex. You see that? Uh, for the that? improvised expert. The improvised expert. Where you see in vex? Well, uh, that's, uh, oh. that's one of the so, weapon masteries. Oh. Yeah, because um, they. You see over see... here on the left. Oh no 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 no! It, that, it's in the fighter set. Like, uh, it's it's in a whole separate section with the the weapon masteries too. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah yeah yeah. You're right on that one. My bad. But anyway, so like you got in here, like improvised specialist. You are a master in making ordinary deadly. Whenever you hit a creature with an improvised weapon, you can add your proficiency bonus. Like it made, it made you just being like a tavern. It, it made a tavern brawler no longer a feat. It made it to where you were. Well, and you saw that that's a d12 yeah we, we talked yeah. about that though like that that I, I i said that it was kind of bad that it needed to be very uh different and that, that's you're doing great sword damage with an improvised weapon bro <laughs> dead baby nunchucks they hurt yeah what I'm, I'm i know you guys probably covered it in the previous episode but what what does the brawler do better than the monk um they have different like they have those specialties that they could do like the slap sad they didn't have they didn't have key points <laughs> and they don't have key points either yeah. uh you have uh, like dirty fighting you have advantage on tag rolls made with improvised weapons and unarmed strikes you don't get that as a monk despite yeah. probably being there um weapons and, and, and you, unarmed... you don't get any of the stunning strikes or the shadow step or any of the, the more mystical side of what yeah. a monk is Right, you're just going you are a straight fighter. Yeah. You're just going out there throwing hands, baby. Yeah, and babies. It's it's more like the 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 difference between a uh, a professional boxer type hand to hand combat fighter versus a Tibet uh, Shaolin monk. They're <laughs> different, completely different and styles and and background. Yeah, so it used to be like you could. You could take now you can take a like where it was kind of like special to take a chair and it was only locked to like a d4 of damage no matter who wielded it like this class kind of makes it to where now when i pick up a chair or a baby it could do a, a d12 of damage so yeah. that's kind of fun uh and then they also have unarmed specialists that makes them different your unarmed strikes improve to a d8 like you have to wait to get to level 18 to do that versus monks you're just die generally get stronger throughout the fight but here's the real question, though. Like, what are they going to put that in there? If they want to give every, make sure every class has that, um, we're probably going to see the basic three: the Eldritch Knight, well, the Champion, and the Battlemaster. Like, I guarantee yeah. you, we're going to see those three. But and, what and they other... said they wanted these classes to like play off of each. Like, uh, the example they give is with the with the Sorcerer, the chaos of the Wild Mage Sorcerer is balanced with the order of the Clockwork Sorcerer. Um, and so with the, with the fighter, you know, that you've got the plain ass, boring ass champion <laughs> balanced with the magical Eldritch Knight and the, you know, uncomplicated brawler was supposed to balance with the battle master's high tactician smartness. Well, I mean, uh, so, so we, we still got that hole on the. The, the dumb fighter side, I guess, is what the I mean, whole the, is. I mean, even now, like if you were to put the Eldridge, uh, the Eldridge Knight, the Knight, which is an actual, or the Cavalier, to guess, to make it simple, yeah. or the uh, the ch the Champion and the Battlemaster. Let's say those are your four right there. They don't really contradict each other. There, we've talked in the past. The fighter is the most plain Jane character you can play. Yeah. I still think it's the best tank in the game because it's just plain Jane. Um, it's just the plain Jane of, of all the classes. But I thought with the brawler, it kind of actually made the fighter 
kind of vary. So now we got we got to see something different that wasn't just like sword and shield, like we're just running through it to, to do what we got to do. No, you actually had uh, some abilities to do different things. Yeah, and, and thinking of the existing fighter subtypes that are in Tasha's in Xanthar's and all, all the other ones, I can't think of a, a, a good balancing. I, they'll probably do something boring like the Cavalier. I really because, hope not. That is like a wasted it, subclass. Yeah. But you know, because their 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 giant one and their rune knight one uh are basically the same thing, just one is an improved version of the other. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like the ruin knight though. Like the ruin yeah. knight was fun. The uh, ruin knight it, was good, and then the, they said, Okay, we'll just make that better. And and the, the, the new giant one is just ridiculously yeah, the Ruin Knight was cool, and I, I actually I would pick the Ruin Knight to kind of be in there to balance it out because it wasn't like straight magical, like it was magic without actually being like magical. Right. If you if you get my my idea behind it, it was more like inscribing things, like you weren't actually the source of your spells, like an Eldritch Eldritch Knight. Right. Uh, and I liked that. I liked being able to like change your ruins to meet your combat style too, which was awesome. So I wouldn't mind them picking the elder or uh, the uh, rune knight to play in a game. I just don't want to see the cavalier, and it's not that I have a problem with the cavalier. I like the cavalier, but you can't use it in like ninety percent of games. Like if you have, if you're playing like a one-off of like defend the keep, maybe, and even then, it depends upon what level you're starting at because they really don't get all their good abilities towards the later end. So it all depends upon like where your one shot starts. But it's such a niche one to play. Like, the Cavalier should honestly be a feat. Like, it shouldn't actually be a subclass for fighter. And that's, uh, like... I could be I could be down with that, because, like, are you going to be mounted in and, a dungeon? And that's, and that's so dependent on your, your DM's campaign, whether, you know, a mounted cam a campaign where everybody's mounted and fighting a lot versus one where you're, you're going through tiny... Court, you know, uh, spelunking through the dungeon caves. Maybe you're even on just a courtyard or something yeah. like that. Yeah, they're yeah. very, they're very different style campaigns. If you picked your cavalier character, and your DM's running a spelunking campaign, you've just wasted half of your level ups. Because right. <laughs> yeah, and then not even so much as that. Like, let's say you make it a feat. Let's say you make the cavalier yeah. a feat, and then it gives you, let's say, it gives you like war casting. If you're on a mount, if you're like a caster or something like that, so you can cast while you're riding, because uh, holding concentration while you're getting bounced up and down on a horse just doesn't seem like a, a legit thing. And you're just like, eh, yeah, I'm trying to cast the spell, and that. just call and it like, mounted combat, and boom. Well, I mean, I, I mean, yeah. Cav Cavalier, Cavalier, I think is a cool name for it, it because it, the Cavalier brings to mind a certain type of mounted combat. Um. Mm lance and spear and things like that uh, um but i think just calling it mounted combat or mountain combatant it's actually not even like a term for like what we're using it for the term cavalier was first used by the roundheads as a term of abuse for what for wealthier royalist supporters of king charles the first and the son king charles the second of england during the english civil war <laughs> so it wasn't even like for the night gee you know what let's <laughs> I'm a cavalier. Yeah, you're a knobhead, is what you're saying. Yeah. Come on, bro. No one likes you. <laughs> yeah. I like, but I, I I think you just leave it as cavalier because then it kind of like gets you in that mindset, like, okay, I can do mounted combat. Like, cause uh even in um what's the game? I'm I'm thinking of it, uh Fire Emblem, there are some knights that were able to cast spells uh in some of the later games that they could cast spells while mounted, which is really cool. So you it's, got the it, benefits of being uh, mounted and a, the ability to cast spells. It's yeah, like and the, that, and that the ranger. The ranger that uh, has a dragon. Yeah. Uh, the dragon knight. Very cool in concept. That dragon's not fitting in a dungeon. <laughs> Don't worry, yeah. Sparky. We're going to get to... We're gonna to get to barbecue goblins someday. It, I mean, it would be awesome to play like a wyvern rider or one of the griffin riders. Oh or yeah, even that dragoon ranger. But the problem is, once you go into a dungeon, you've lost half of your stuff. Oh, and also, you know, like the paladin's greater summon steed 
that can summon a griffin or that you know as as your mount how many of your party have flying mounts that's true on an, and an average party so how much use are you really going to get out of that flying mount oh sorry Urban. um so, so the I, paladin and the ranger are you know the ranger's flying on his dragon the paladin's flying on his griffin and the rest of the party's sitting down on the ground like what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> they've got strings and they're being dragged on a sled yeah yeah but i mean and i and I'm, I'm down, like i said i'm down for making it like a feat but to yeah. replace it with something like I like I hope that they're gonna do Rune Knight. Or like Rune Knight would be really cool to well, start really, sixth edition at. It would be better if they just went back to the drawing board on the brawler and tried or, or, to balance it. Or a new it wasn't, or, it wasn't or a broken. New, a new subclass. I mean they've they've still that got that was a new subclass. Yeah, but they still got several more playtests coming out before they release these books. Go with another another try for okay that the thing they, the reason they gave from the, they said that the survey said it was stepping on the toes of the month is the reason that it got such bad reviews. And that's why they're, they're abandoning well, it. Fix the freaking monk. That's yeah. your first problem. Well, monk the monk is... is coming back out in more play tests. Yeah. However, well, if, okay, so they need something in that slot that's not magical, that's a straight up fighter. Okay. Come out with a subclass that that fills that hole, like like a mage slayer, uh, or you know, an anti magic type yeah. of of subclass where you know where you get advantages to yeah. interrupting concentration, or you get advantage. Who the hell? I see what you've got marked there. Who yeah. the hell considers the barbarian the premier improvised melee attacker? I don't know. Oh. That's what I. So I was getting. I was getting ready to. That's that, what I was because it was, was going along with what Loke said. Like they feel like it's stepping on toes of people, but unfortunately, mm -hmm. it seems. And this comes from ComicBook.com uh, for those of you who are listening world. Unfortunately, it seems that playtesters felt that the subclass shared too much space with the monk who specializes in unarmed combat and the barbarian who serves currently as the premier improvised attacker i don't think so when no. i think of barbarian i always think of two-handed weapons i don't even think yeah. of shield two-handed weapons of... or two weapons in weapon each fighting hand. yeah yeah well i think they're also they're confusing it's stepping on the savage attacker of the barbarian yeah that, not that, the improvised that, that uh what not template that's not the right word uh i'm blanking on the word feature word. archetype archetype okay yeah, yeah. it's ste it's stepping on the archetype of the savage attacker of the barbarian they need to fix that thing too though because yeah. that thing is lame so, as shit so what what i would say is that okay get away from the unarmed combat instead focus on improvised combat as your thing picking up something from the ground and bashing somebody's skull in with it i don't like, want to hear oh i'm sorry but i didn't mean to catch you uh, yeah, I, was, I was saying like that that scale would work if they're only using an improvised weapon, I don't get rid of throwing hands, make it more about smashing a bottle and using it to cut somebody. Nah, fuck. Throw. I still want to throw hands, bro. I still want to throw hands as a fighter. Like I like the idea of mystical monk. Like not everybody's good. Uh, I, I have to have Kai points or I have to have the way of the freaking Shang Chi out here to freaking throw hands. I don't think so. I like being able to just throw hands, but I also want to go, like this idea of stepping on the toes of what other classes do. I really don't want to hear that from, because, and this is where I could kind of tell that these play testers are not like actual play testers, or these are not results from them because that is all five E has done with when they've released new classes of, well, we know that you could do this. So we're going to make this class able to do it too. And it's yeah, like, well, why you, you, you've taken away your class identities. Most of your subclasses are class a with a touch of class B. Exactly. <laughs> So this idea that was like, oh, well, it's stepping on the toes. Bullshnap. Bullshit. Yeah. We'll, we'll give it. you a class that's a fighter with a touch of mage. We'll call it Eldritch Knight. We'll give you <laughs> the thief class with a touch of mage. And all of, we've got the arcane trickster. I'm, I'm, so that's they, all I'm saying. So this idea yeah. of like stepping on toes, I think that's their way. Like they just, they read the scale and they're like, eh, this is probably what they thought. Yeah. Me. And then it's, instead of going back and going, okay, how could we fix this? I, like I said, I don't like, I had my issues. I have to go back, man, and think no, about that, what I said. I like, I had my issues and I think, I, I think it was more like I wanted to change some of the damage dice and move a couple things around. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that's what I said. 
Um, it's been so long since we've done that episode. We, I, I think uh, we were all in agreement on it too. I, th- yeah. I think part of the thing is though, is because they're doing such a bad, if, if they had a great monk in oh, one like of these play tests. Yeah. But if they already had a great monk doing another class that was an unarmed combatant, I don't think would have ticked I, people off as much. I, I, I just, think part of the thing is that the monk is so bad. It is. That that's, they're like, fix this first. It is. And they're misinterpreting I, that fix this first as, no, we don't want this. But I also don't want to see, I, I really don't want to see the fact, I, like, I don't want having to be able, the ability to, like, fight, like, to throw hands, punch, kick, fight like that, should not be tied behind, well, I have to go train with Jackie Chan over in Nepal for a couple of years before I can actually throw hands worth a damn i should be able to like all right i grew up in the back streets and it was fighting rings and things like that that made me tough as a fighter and now i can actually fight with you know let's go baby yeah mic check there's a little bit of a scaling problem with that though because that kind of a fighter gets into a fight with somebody wearing full plate armor how are you punching through that full plate armor i'm gonna tell you you rock look you, you ever you ever have your your shit rocked with a Kevlar on. You're gonna break your hand if you punch a steel. I'm gonna plate tell armor. you. I'm gonna tell you. I've had my ke- like. So fun uh, story time. Story time with the pirate captain. There I was, Afghanistan, 2012, uh, and I had met. I had. We were on a convoy from Leatherneck to Delaram, and I saw something in the road, and I slammed on the brakes, and I gut checked my gunner. Like he ended up like hitting the the 240 that he had hit him square in the chest knocked the wind out of him and because i didn't give him a warning you should have saw that coming uh that 240 is not a saw 249 saw uh but you i I see what you did there i'll I'll, I'll take that i'll take the appreciation um so i i end up air checked him he wouldn't have seen it anyway because that wasn't our sector of fire our sector of fire was over to the right um when this happened and so i ended up checking him with the thing he reached down and freaking waylaid me across the head with his open hand in my helmet and it, it rocked my world you can rock somebody's world by hitting them in the like just you don't even have to hit very hard but if you're wearing a helmet and have somebody hit you in the head that stuff hurts it is it's gonna it's, we called the, he called it the attention getter yeah. and i got my butt chewed by him and my my team leader about why <laughs> why i just slammed on the brakes so that's what all i'm saying you you can still do damage against the plate wear and stuff like that, but you're not gonna find too many plate wears either early on. You'll find like the half plates early, and stuff yeah. like that. But by by fourth or fifth level, almost every fighter that can wear full plate probably is. So maybe there's and you got fifteen more levels to go. You're probably <laughs> pretty dent. You're you're probably pretty strong though as a fighter though. Mm-hmm. Because you think about like blacksmiths, think about guys that have uh, that have worked in metal forges like a long time and their body like toughens out. And I'm not saying like one through four is a long time. It all depends upon how you set your campaign leveling process up. But by the time you're getting there, you've probably been in some pretty good scraps. Your body is like tougher to where you can make these kind of hits. And are, are you going to be as effective probably as a monk? No, but then I would just play the monk. The idea is, see, and the the idea is the monk uses his key and body, mind body, mind over matter, mind over matter, and that's what allows him. Just like you see in the you know the the people who are breaking the concrete bricks, even though that's in the real world that's kind of a a trick. Yeah, but (laughs) no, but what you got, Mister Producer? I'm sorry, this is a dumb question, but why, like, for the brawler, why would I wait till level 15 to get? A D12 for my improvised strikes when I could just pick up a great axe at level one. Pretty positive if you go back into my there was a uh, lower there's there's another one too, but I'm pretty positive that was one of those things. Uh, because the episode was like two months ago. I'm pretty positive that was one of those things that I said needed to be switched around or that it needed a scaling dice mm-hmm. because of that back yeah, right we, there. I think we were saying that we should switch to D6s like Having Every a scale step. of yeah, yeah, having a scale yeah. of d sixes to where the point where you're basically hitting at twentieth level with a fireball with an improvised weapon, because there's no other way that that fighter is going to be 
worth anything. Yeah. Well, that yeah. level with the fighter, you'd still have the multi attack. Um, so well, I'd have a multi attack with the axe. Well, that's yes. Yeah, you're still but, getting them. Yeah, you're still, yeah. yeah. So, so you, yeah, it, you don't want. But I'm saying you don't want to hit them with like a fireball multi multi attack because then all well, of a sudden, I meant more like a, a fireball over the total, course of total, the attacks. Yeah. Two d six, two d six, two d six for that. Your three yeah. attacks, not. <laughs> Yeah, I just yeah. clarifying before. <laughs> yeah, there, there, there were some things that we said just needed to be swapped yeah. and like a, just some some minor adjustments. It's a really so good episode. With, Go back and check it out. Yeah, I, don't I, believe I, that I, I think like ta tavern brawler, you get like the the plus a, of like a d four on top of your strength, and this I think there was a lower level like seventh or eighth level gave you like a d six or something, and then that I, the fifteenth or whatever level one gave you the d12 yeah so that that d12 was you're, yeah you're hitting with a baby the strength of a great axe but you're already <laughs> by that time you're already such a powerful character that that you should be hitting with the strength of a great axe. Yeah. so <laughs> yeah i maintain that it up. wasn't a bad class at all it just needed no. tweaks yeah but now that they're taking it out like i said i like uh, what do we do? What do you what do you what do you put in there? Like that was I, a fun idea and a concept. Like I said, it, I, it, I think they need an anti-mage. That's what I think they need there. So I think that would so, be actually really good in the Ruin Knight. Uh, like the Ruin Knight, I think, would actually be a solid pick for well, that spot. Yeah, if if, like, if they're going with an existing subclass, the Ruin Knight would probably be the best one. I, I feel like what they did with the brawler was they took improvised weapon or improvised uh yeah, the imp the, the tavern tavern brawler, brawler feet. And made a class out of it. Why don't they do that with a mage slayer? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I I think you could do it with the rune knight. I don't, I gotta pull up the rune knight. Hold on. Um. But the the rune knight, you you get like you can add fire to your weapon. You can. So why not add? You grow thing, bigger. So why yeah, not yeah. add abilities that give you like? Why not add runes that would actually help you fight? mages and stuff like that like because right. think about it you're inscribing your weapon but to help you fight out with, and with, then... their, with the quadrant thing though you've already got the eldritch knight magical and you've got the the champion which is completely non-magical and then you've got the the high tactical non-magical uh battle master i was thinking if you go across front you know on the non-magical side but uh, across from the the Eldritch, something's very different from the Eldritch Knight, an anti-Eldritch Knight, basically. The the uh, uh, what what were they? The Dragon Age. What did they call it? the Templars in Dragon Age? I who were, who, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. Yeah, Dragon Age Inquisition. The, Dragon the Age Templars, one, two, and three. Yeah, yeah. the Templar. The, basically, the role of the Templar it was they they were to fight mages. Was their was their role um so a class that, like that would fit very well into that slot basic Especially class with... attributes they take less damage from magic have advantage on saves yeah. against magic yeah. and, and deal more and damage to magic use especially users. as magic heavy as fi like 5e is so magic like every class basically nowadays or magic e even the champion is probably the only completely non-magical class out there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cause everybody has some kind of magical feature, magical special tweak nowadays. Which we really got to get away from. Like I really want, I really want the game to be back to where it's, uh, I really want the game to where not everything is magical. Not everybody is like you're yeah. special without having to be magical special. Like would be really nice. And granted, I'm I'm here making the argument that we need the rune knight in the game. Yeah. You know, if you're gonna get rid of the well, brawler. And, and technically, by what they're saying with the backwards compatibility, the rune knight will still be as part of the game. Yeah, I'm not I'm not believing that thing for <laughs> one bit. Like, you cannot make that argument to me and make it make a sane argument because I was reading some comments somewhere and people were doing their best. And I I don't want to do their arguments injustice by yeah. not being able to pull it up. I don't remember where I got it, but they were like, "Well, you see, this is how it's going to work backwards." I was like, "That's not exactly how it's going to work." I think your arguments of it are going to be the were the thing. Like you're you're going to get to the point where you're going to have one player who wants to play, uh, one player who wants to play, 
you know, one version of it because he knows it's class and the other plays the, the because one is probably going to be better. Like, let's just be honest. And you just want to play the better one, which actually leads me into this next topic. Um, I hate these. I hate, and granted it's game rant. I'm not a big fan of game rant and their articles and stuff like that, but you know what I'm tired of seeing? I'm tired of seeing this headline right here. Best healing spells in Dungeons and Dragons in 5e. And I want to kind of get into a. Uh, uh, let me show you where I was. Kind I of hate getting with seeing this. random teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No thanks. Alrighty. Well, I'll stop showing my teeth. Um, <laughs> but there hold there. on. Is it was it right here? Da 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 da. Join Dragon Dragons. There's like when I was starting to look through here. It's like, yep, here we go. Best D and D monsters for indoor battles. Best for this. Best for that. But like, uh, they refresh. Like, no two search. No two searches are the same. If you research the same thing. It'll pull up different things. Uh, I was watching uh, somebody talk about that on, they were explaining uh, like how Google and stuff like works. And it's like, no, you can search the same thing twice and it'll never be the same. But when I did a search, when I was pulling up topics and stuff for this episode, while I was doing our prep, my prep for this stuff, it was like best for this and best for that. And best for this, by the way, don't forget best for that. And it's like, bro, you're telling people like this is what it is and you're going to have players that are not experimenting with anything else because they they're looking at your article especially new players and this is is very dangerous for new players if you ask me that they're going to go in there and they're going to because you know they're going to do their research they want to come in and not be a total goob at the game and so they're going to be looking at it and go oh well if i don't take uh what does it say these best healing spells are Oh, yeah. The optimizers. I mean, the game's been out for 10 years. Power Word yep. Heal. Vampir- <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I, I don't want to cut you off one second. Power Word okay. Heal, Vampiric Touch, and Aura Vitality. So, and you were saying? Well, they're wrong if those are the three best. Uh, it bends the laws of physics to heal completely, instantly restoring hit points and ending certain conditions. I would say, like, uh, freaking Lay on Hands is like the best. He- heal- healing- no, Healing Word is the game bra- game breaking healing spell. Mm-hmm. It's uh, always vamp- has been. Yeah, vampiric touch and well, I, it's it's their opinions. Granted, they're yeah. you know what the best healing spell you only is? Need, you only need one hit point to not die. Uh, healing word at a distance can give any player that one hit point. No save, no roll of the dice. So when a player drops, healing word pops them right back up. The yeah. best healing spell in the game is the it. one you use to heal your buddy. <laughs> counter spell from the bathroom that's the but, best healing spell but no like that, look at this like, that got me sidetracked from what i was saying about the optimizers that like the the system has been out for 10 years the optimizers have been doing the math for 10 years so these what's the best in these situations i mean um, it, it, it's more of a clickbait thing like he got me yeah. to click on it so it works and I, I, I have a buddy of mine that, because I used to write articles, not like this exactly, uh, for the radio station I used to work for down in Tampa, go 98.7 Shark. Um, and I used to write articles like this. And the one of the guys that was like coaching me on how to write these things, he's like, you know what? Don't consider it clickbait if you, if you fought, like, it's only clickbait if you click on the article and you don't get anything out of it. He's like, then it's clickbait. Like if you click on the article and you get something out of it, then then it's not clickbait. So I, I looked at that one, but this one pretty much is clickbait because it's already stuff like power word heal. You should use power world heal because of this. And it'll even tell you who should use it. Like, Oh, if you're a, a where was it? Uh, spirit, uh, or of life, greater restoration, aberration, beacon hope. Uh, there's a couple of them that says sometimes player D and D just like it gives you like who should be using these spells, healing spirit, druids and rangers, and you're taking the fun out of especially new players just experience uh, experimenting in the game, like just figuring things out, like the the easy way or the hard way even. Like oh man, I we lost all the party, but because you know person died and I wasn't able to keep them up. And maybe healing word was would have been that you know that solve around and maybe the DM and it it takes away from teaching moments too from like DMs encouraging new players because they went in and they're like well the the CBR or sorry uh, freaking game rant game rant yeah Uh, CBR game rant and a couple others are all the same to me because they're garbage they're Uh, all basically one company anyway yeah that's why they're all going under but that's the story for another time 
another uh, another episode of on friday night the galley episode <laughs> but um you know well they say that you got to do that this is the best and the dm's like well it doesn't really fit in a situation or this doesn't do that like here use these monsters for indoor battles no because it, it probably doesn't say well maybe a dragon's just too big for an indoor battle but then you you go into a bigger cavern and there's a dragon that's stuck in there kind of like the D movie and you're like oh snaps i still think that oh man that's another thing i can get on to for another long time but but that's the truth of it that really is it's well that 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 and it it kind of like restricts creativity and character creation if you're looking at these lists and going okay if i'm a cleric i need these healing spells i am currently playing a cleric where i have no healing spells prepared i'm purely a damage dealer i mean mr producer and loke can both attest to two weeks ago you know, we were playing and one of our characters went down and I'm like, I two guess I'll cast Spare down. the Dying. <laughs> two two of your players, two of the six that were in, two, so a third of the team had dropped and the cleric had no healing spells to drink. Well, I mean, I, one of them was taken care of. Mr. Producer was taken care of. It was the other one that we're all somehow allowing to live. I begrudgingly <laughs> use Spare the Dying. Yeah, begrudgingly. Uh, Nick Nigglewort's current character is called Greeble. Yeah, <laughs> an abomination. Yeah, and this, and then I get—I'm the one that takes the flag for counterspelling him from the bathroom that one day. <laughs> I was the hero y'all needed, not the one you deserve. What makes the comedy so work so well, though, is because Mr. Producer's vitriol for him came out of nowhere, <laughs> and it's beautiful. But also, I... all of us just kind of follow along with like, should we save him? Really? We but he's been. actually a nice character. He's not really blown the party up yet, being a wild magic sorcerer. You're, you're, you're not playing with Nigglewort. That's like somebody wearing yeah. a Nigglewort yeah, no. skin suit. Nigglewort is a wild mage sorcerer. He just rolls so badly that it's only affected himself and not the rest of the party. Yeah, but that's not Nigglewort. Nigglewort <laughs> he did, he did on... summon a unicorn and then enter a warlock pact with that unicorn well yeah he is multi that's a first i okay so maybe it is nick ward i i don't want uh like sorry real sidetrack there yeah really sidetracked there i like i just don't want players like to feel like they see these lists this is more for new players experienced players we're gonna play whatever the hell we want to play that is the truth of this whole situation we are gonna play whatever we want to play it doesn't matter what the DM says, if I'm going to play, he's like, well, hey, look, you're not going to be able to ride your horse throughout there. I'm like, fuck, I'm still playing a Cavalier because fuck Bog. <laughs> Make Mr. Producer work over there or <laughs> screw Logue. Like, that's that's the truth of it. We're going to play what we want to play. Now we'll probably talk with each other a little bit. We, you know, me and Felix would talk to each other. We'd make complimentary characters or antithesis characters sometimes because it was fun. But you have new players that are going to read these things and they're going to be like, I'm I'm not doing that. That's just this is not happening. And I, I I don't want that. I absolutely don't want that. And it's look if you if you really need clicks for a, an article like that, I don't know. Give me a better opinion on something. Like why do, why does the uh why we actually need the brawler in this new sixth edition of D and D? That would be like a, an article. All right, let's see what your opinion is. I like reading opinion articles. Like it that they're valid. Like you, you can sit there now, unless your opinion is like, well, we don't need the the brawler because it steps on the toes of the barbarian. That's not a valid opinion. That's just an idiotic, moronic take. You should be shunned, shun, shun on you. I'm, with, I, with I need a shun button. Best I, of opinions are real easy because they're that's straight. It there, you don't have to give evidence. It's oh, it, it's the best in my opinion. Think of how many YouTube channels are just top 10 channels. One of the biggest channels on YouTube is what uh, Watch, Watch Mojo, Mojo, which is yeah. just top 10s, top you, 20s, that kind of bullshit. Yeah, and you have that looper. And I'm going to tell you, they're top 10s. I don't know who's voting for some of their top 10s. We really need to talk about some of those because some of their stuff is just like, bro, we we need to step it back. I do like it when um, oh, he uses the voice of Natsu. I like it when he does the anime episodes because I, I really enjoy uh, Todd Apricorn. Uh, you know, get get oh, the, the tabs, yeah, yeah. 
gifted singer and everything. He's really good. I like his watch mojo videos, but I quit watching those a long time ago. But you're right, absolutely right. Top ten things. And players will see that and they'll be like, Well, I I, I want to be in the top ten. And it's like, bro, don't worry. You'll be top 10. Look, if you're a cleric, if you're a player that's a cleric and you're coming in and you keep your party alive throughout the entire campaign, you're the number one cleric in the world. Like, it doesn't so matter. So what does that make Bo's cleric? Because he has <laughs> no healing. <laughs> the cleric who does not heal. That is, uh, we call that a... Someone who comes in and deals a shitload of damage in my first turn and then goes, okay, I'll back off now. <laughs> He's a okay, bottle rocket. But That's I, mean, what I guess the, the poke, the bear, if you do all that damage one turn, we have a blood hunter and a paladin that do consistent damage throughout combat. So what yeah. you what utility are you providing outside Burst of damage. that first turn? It's not D it, it, it's not DPS. It's not DPS, it's burst. <laughs> <laughs> and I do have utility spells. I just usually don't have a utility for them. He's a bottle rocket. That's what his class is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> sorry. It was really, it was really a. It's can right. I make a an effective deck space cleric? And yes, the answer is yes, I can. No. no. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a nineteen AC. You can, but should you? Exactly. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm just because fun. you can. Again, again, we're. Uh, I'm having fun, so yeah. I am winning at D&D. &D. There's no winning at D&D &D except if you're having fun. And the rest of the party who's not having fun because they're like, <laughs> heal me. Well, and we do have I've Paladin. Been dropped Paladin. In three of the last five combats. <laughs> we have we have two Paladin, druids. I have a Paladin with, with Lay on Hand. No, you don't have two druids anymore. One of them oh, wait, died. One druid. One Did druid and a Paladin. Your you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Have you have you died yet? Did you die? <laughs> well, about that. Felix's druid did die. Yeah, he did die. He got he got disintegrated. <laughs> Nothing I could do about that anyway. Disintegrated. <laughs> what the? F <laughs> How bad of a healer are you? Here, I'm going to heal you. That one. <laughs> that Ooh. I was not involved in that. Don't try and put that bad juju on me. <laughs> Oh man, uh, I like. It's, but that's that's the best part about all of that, though. Like, yeah. if you're if you're messing around like that, you're gonna have more stories like that if you're staying away from these top ten lists of like, or just uh, what's the best list anyway. Like, hey, ask your DM a little bit. Like, hey, do you think I should take this? But actually, don't ask the DM because the DM, if I was your DM, I would straight up lie to you just to make it miserable. And I and not to be an to be an asshole on it. I would just be like, he'd be like, "Hey, do you think I should take mass healing word or should I take a smite?" Well, I don't know. It seems like there's a lot of goblins coming at you. You might want to take some smite. And everybody's like, "You little bat!" You get into the next combat or the next mission, and like everybody's like hurt because they're it's a rampaging amount of goblins, and they're beat the hell out of everybody, and everybody's kind of spread. And you're like, "Man, I bet you really wish you had a mass healing word over there, don't you?" And well, I, everybody's I mean, looking at the cleric and he's like but but the dm told me i i never yeah, said well, and, i never said any of that in bulg's defense the cleric doesn't have to be the party healer there are that is uh, true like i said we had they had they started out with two druids a paladin and then uh niggle warts multi-class was a celestial warlock which gets healing spells as well and so at the beginning four, i did have healing yeah I just four, got rid of it. Four of the six characters in the party already had healing. See, what you're saying is, is four of the other six are slacking, right? And, you know, see, look, I have to come to, I have to come to Bulg's defense on this if one. If I, if I, at the very beginning of the campaign, say, "Look, I'm playing a tank. Don't rely on me for healing," and then compl people complain when they're not getting healed, not my fault. Hey, I mean, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. You guys, I see this is where you need me back. Damage. This is where you need me back so I can come in and just be like the hero you need, not the one you want. Because, gosh, you guys, I had to come in there. You mean the, finger the body bag we need, the meat shield. Yeah. All right, Catherine, can you remind me the last time you played a game of Dungeons and Dragons? Um, How many gosh. times did you get dropped in that same session? <laughs> That's why you said we need a meat shield. 
I'm trying to think of what I played. It's been a it's been yeah. a hot minute since I played Dungeons and Dragons. He's got me that Mr. Producer's yeah. got me. Last there. time you played with us before leaving, you played a uh, cat uh, cat folk monk, and you got dropped four times. Uh, in a single, no, in a single I played session. a rabbit monk. Oh, I played sorry, a hair you're, you're right. Hair, yeah, get your species, you know, species yeah. jerk. But you got uh, dropped four times. In one well, session, that wasn't my fault. The one guy that was supposed to be my best friend who was with me and behind me, I was like, Oh, we're going in that same direction. Cool, I can double his output and speed. I will get there, start the fight. He's going to be right behind me. Oh, bro, did a U turn. He was like, Uh, button hook. And so I'm sitting there throwing hands, and all of a sudden, I have four dudes fighting me. I'm like, Man, you know what really helped? I was a tavern brawler. And no, I just got my face beat in and my best friend, Felix, was supposed to be like right behind me. And he was like, nah, screw that. I just realized I was hamstringing myself uh, last session because <laughs> I didn't I forgot to prepare an additional spell. High five. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, you guys, some meals, but... you guys could have died even quicker. I just I. I. I, I don't know. Like I with, with those lists and everything like that, it's it, it's just more annoying. And I tell you something else that's kind of annoying is the fact that we keep getting more and more of D and D shows that people play D and D, but nobody actually like makes like like cartoon series or like little like uh, I wouldn't mind watching like um Viva is it wow oh, it's the guys that made the uh gotta pull this up because it, well, like, it's spellbook doesn't make videos anymore right i don't think that so. was he, he he does they, they just come out like instead of being you know every two weeks or whatever like he used to you'll get like a new one once a month or i mean it, animations animation eats up a lot of time so i understand yeah. and i like shout out to that dude because we learned a lot when he was like pumping out more videos but i think it's i, I don't know what happened in between that there's a it's been a few years since he started um but learned a lot from that guy. And I, I really hope that he gets to get back and making more stuff. Cause he did actually like use his real life stories to tell different things, but I'm talking more like, I would like to see more stuff. Ooh, hold on. That's coming out wrong spot. Oh, I'm, I'm, I was thinking crap, uh, crap guy to D and D doesn't make, uh, D &D uh Joe cat. Yeah. yeah. No, because he does He got, uh, into, uh, he got into final fantasy 14 and he did really good stuff with the final fantasy 14 stuff. But I'm talking like, Viva La Dirt League, like these guys are awesome. I uh, oh, we're not subscribed to them with our our Chef Bolg and the Pirate Captains uh, YouTube page. Which, by the way, go like and subscribe, share, follow us on that one. Really help us out. But they make really good content, and like Balin's route is like one of my this this was like a thirty six minute movie. They made really good movie. And it was all crowdfunded and everything. I highly, highly recommend going and see that. And I would rather see more stuff like this and maybe even longer form than, and, and nothing against, nothing against, uh, where is it? Nope. Get out of here. I hate it. I hate it when it does this. Nope. I would just argue, you know, I'd argue that to, to make D&D, &D, true D&D &D content, you, you kind of need production level you don't though like, not really. it was like uh, the, the viva the dirt league was crowdfunded and stuff like that and it wasn't that much and it's not yeah but to get that crown you have to already have made a couple things to get <laughs> i mean we other other than humans and elves yeah. how you know if you're doing live action sketches you know you need I, look you, you make people up, that are walking editing. on their knees i'm talking about making doors <laughs> but um no look he started playing dungeons and dragons as a kid in portland now he does it professionally ned donovan is starring a new streaming series called encounter party which actors play dungeons and dragons we have seen this concept a hundred times right like right. everybody and, and like you everybody. notice what it's saying there is it's saying actors yep. those are the ones that get me is because it's they're professional actors if they're professional actors already, you might as well be doing scripted content. <laughs> well, well, I guess to sidetrack real quick, isn't D and D itself coming out with its own? Yes. Show I, I saw I it popped up on the Pirate Captain's Google feed earlier. Matthew Lilliard is doing some. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Lilliard's Purple Worm. Uh, yeah, but I, I'm not oop, wrong. Wrong share. 
I there's something there's something along with that uh, that he's doing, and it's like for the D and D channel, and like I'm glad that he's coming back into prominence. Uh, a lot of that's from the Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, he's not a bad actor. Just where? Why is it? Oh, it's okay. Now it's sharing the right one. But these guys make these like little mini videos. Like you have Epic NPC Man and stuff like that. I would rather them see see them make D and D content like this. And hire these guys out, dude. They're over in uh, in the UK, and they do really good stuff. And it's always, it's really good. Like you look, like some of these four point five million views, fourteen million views. Granted, these are videos are like seven years old and stuff like that. But all their stuff is really good. You can make great D and D content, or get. Uh, there's that one channel that makes it, and they do like the songs and stuff like that. I know your 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 dad's a big fan of it, Bolg, and him and. Yeah, the, uh, uh, the one with the where it rolls the natural one at the beginning, and I just can't remember the um the actual I name. That, I know that he watches it with uh Bacaw's daughter all the time. Like it's their favorite thing to like kind of sit down and watch. And then and I'm fine. Like that's more the con- DD content I want to see. I don't want to see people playing the game. There's a reason when we started this podcast that we were like, we're not playing the game. Like we play the game already, because you can go out and find a thousand and one of these podcasts where people or video cast or whatever. Of people playing the game, I'm tired of seeing that. I want to see people like make cool D and D stuff because that's how you get hyped up. People up to the play or watch D and D or even just play. the main thing is play D and D. Sorry, a little still a little exhausted. It's been a long Thanksgiving, but you get them hyped up because then they'll see something. And they're like, maybe I want to make Balin from the Viva La Dirt League and make him a character. Uh, make him a character to play, and it's just Fisher, and it's pretty much like Farmer Fred or something like that, and you have a good time with it. But if you're watching people play, they're going to be playing the same things that you already play and the things that you already do, and that's just, like, boring. Like, I don't want to sit there and watch somebody else have a good time. Like, I get that's the idea behind Twitch streaming and stuff like that, but a lot of Twitch streamers, they're terrible. They really are. They're not personalities, and it's not to be mean to them. But some of them, you watch them, and they're just like. You're telling me you don't want to watch 1,300 hours of critical role playing? The oh, dude. <laughs> I'll just watch Legends of Vox Machina. Thank you. Yeah, I'm going to do that. At least, at least in that case, those are professional voice actors who add in the, qual- you know, the, vo- the quality, special yeah. voices and the quality. And, and they have the production. I mean, they're making a couple million dollars a year off that channel they've got the production value and the funding to make it a good, good show. Um, you know, whereas some of these, some of these others aren't putting that level into it. Yeah. Now, all this being said that in the one you just showed the encounter, uh, what is it? Encounter party. Uh, that yeah. is coming to the 24 hour D and D channel on Paramount plus and freebie. And I think there's also going to be a, there is going to be a live action D and D series. Um, they're going to have the, the movie on there. Obviously they're going to have right. the eighties cartoon on there, but they've got also got things like uh, heroes feast, which will be a, a challenge cooking show. <sighs> That's that mm. featuring like Matthew Lillard and other big names in the, in the D and D community making up recipes which hey hi guys i'll i'll go on there yeah i am the I, like, I, that, that's just like that's that's kind of cool but that's kind of like i don't know that's just not like kind of weird D. that's like having gordon ramsay come on and work on like i don't know nanny uh, uh nan- or like uh what was like uh the uk nanny shows and stuff like that and there's another one <laughs> which actually you know what scratch that that'd be hilarious it's uh faster purple worm kill kill um, that's the one that uh Mr. Producer was talking about. That one would be uh Matthew Lillard. Yep, they so. they switch out every week, right? Or is it? Uh... it it's every day has its own programming. Um, I, I'm I'm if they were to build that up and really get that channel going, well, your problem it is... might be worth it, but. It, as long as they don't fill it, like you said, with a bunch of people playing D and think unless it's... it's like that show where kids sitting around playing D and D and then it transfers to their imagination. 
I think it's I, I I think you're 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 right, but I I think putting it on Peacock and Freebie isn't going to help that. Like I, it should just be YouTube. Like they should really go into YouTube, Wizards of the Coast, and make a side. Doing? Uh yeah, it's all going to be on an, uh Paramount free, Plus and Freebie. Yeah, yeah, twenty-four hour streaming now. I I think that it really should just go to YouTube and make YouTube things where people can sit down and just like throw it up in the background like they do with us. All right. We're meant to be where you can listen into the background. That's why we do the videos and everything. We put it on YouTube and all that stuff. So that way we can kind of really like you don't have to pay exact attention to us. We'll talk about what we're doing on uh, if we're sharing sharing a screen. Sorry about that. Go burpee. Uh, sharing a screen or something like that where I'm talking about things, but that's, that's it. Like I'm not actually, I'm not here to, uh, you're, we're not bogging you down with a bunch of stuff. You should be able to have a lot of this content that you can put in the background and not pay attention to. And I think YouTube would be a lot better. They're going to get a lot more traffic because Peacock's already kind of like set in a little, or like not Peacock peak. Like no one's really going to Peacock. I think the only reason I got Peacock was because, uh, of the new South Park special. That was it. So. Yeah. Pe- Peacock probably paid them to be the one on Peacock instead of on YouTube because otherwise I don't see why it would be on there. <laughs> yeah. But I, like, I, I'm just not seeing like that channel doing a whole lot, a lot of good. And it sucks because I'm sure uh, Donovan's a good guy and he probably will have some really good content, but I'm tired of seeing actors. I, I, I still stand behind. I think the best version of D and D being played was Harmon quest, uh, with Dan Harmon and all his friends and, oh yeah, put a cat in it. That, that's how we get all the views. Yeah. Um, but Harmon, Harmon quest, I think was the best version of that because it was animated. Uh, it was Dan Harmon and all his friends from community, like all the writers and stuff from community and community is, is like a critically acclaimed show. And it did really well because they all gelled well with each other. Except and, for Chevy Chase. Yeah, except for Chevy Chase. Well, Chevy Chase was never on Harmon Quest, and that's Chevy well, Chase's yeah. problem. But I get what you're saying about the, uh, yeah, yeah. But it was really good, and I recommend it. It's still out there. I don't know where to find it, though, anymore because the streaming service it was on is no longer there because uh, it was on Rooster Teeth, and I, I don't know where Rooster Teeth is now. I know it moved somewhere. But it was... It was probably the best well done version of like D and D on, on like people playing D and D and watching it because it wasn't so much as them playing D and D that there theirs was more role play versus actually like numbers and stuff like that. Like the numbers were a side part of it. This and, thing it's on uh, it's on a Crunchyroll. Is it on Crunchyroll? Okay, because I think Crunchyroll did buy up uh, uh, Rooster Teeth, so I think they got absorbed into that, which is good. And I highly recommend it. Go watch Charmin Quest. It's really good up until like the last season. And it kind of feels like they knew they were on their way out uh, because Rooster Teeth just couldn't afford, like it was, a, it was like for animation, uh, sub animation and like real stuff, like going back and forth, a lot of money, uh, really good shots. So like really well, good camera shots. What would be kind of interesting is if you took some of these podcasts um, that have done it uh, and have a good listener base and just animate those like they did for Legend of Ox Machina. And you yeah. put them under the D and D brand. Like there's a there's a great podcast, uh, Dungeons and Daddies, which is not a BDSM podcast except for one episode, but it's it's a great uh, podcast about people who are playing as dads and ha- having to track down their kids, and it's really funny, really good. Uh, some really good heartfelt moments in there too. And I think it would be awesome as an animated series where you see just a bunch of guys in their thirties, forties and fifties running around in a fantasy land. I just don't I know if I could handle a whole hour of listening to a bulk like that joke. <laughs> that's, the, the, that's where I would. And then uh, the I, thing I, is, is in the, in the podcast, that's a mechanic. You take damage for, for dad jokes. I, I don't know. Oh, all right. And I think that's the end of it. It's been a good episode. We're all still tired from Thanksgiving, eating all the leftovers. So let's go ahead and get... I'm still tired from the concert I was at last week. Yeah, last week. Well, let's go ahead and say our goodbyes. 
Make sure you go find us everywhere you can. Chef Bolg and the Pirate Captains recipes for everything. Like, subscribe, share. Do us a solid. Just tell your friends about us if you really enjoy this content. Uh, make them listen to us. Like, make them get on their phone and listen to it. Don't share it on your phone because then they're going to be like, oh, well, I couldn't find it. Find it for them. It's very easy. Chef Bolg and the Pirate Captains recipes for everything. If you have any questions, gripes, comments, you can always email us at bolganpc at gmail.com or you can go over to our YouTube. Oh, I hate that it does. I really, really hate that. And I need to figure out if there's a fix for that. Uh, you can find us on Facebook uh, or on YouTube as well. Definitely come over and subscribe to our channel. It really helps us out. Throw us a like on any of our videos. Uh, it, that also helps us out. Drop a comment. If you don't like something we're saying, absolutely. It's okay. We respond to all of this. We're also on Twitter. It's very easy to find us. Chef Volg and the Pirate Captains. Recipes for everything. With that being said, say goodbye, Volg. Goodbye, Volg. Say goodbye, Luke. Yep. Say goodbye, Mr. Producer. Later, guys. Happy adventure. Yar. You've been listening to Chef Bolg and the Pirate Captain's Recipes for Everything, featuring Loke the Bard. Like, follow, subscribe, and share this podcast. You can also find them on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Just search for Chef Bolg and the Pirate Captain's Recipes for Everything. Questions, comments, and mutiny requests can be sent to bolgandpc at gmail.com. And as always, happy adventures.